Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast. It is Friday. I have Jamal with me. I forgot to turn off the notifications. If you heard the ding in the background, that's because I'm not uh, prepared as much tonight. But being prepared is all what Jamal is tonight. You're going to take the lead on this one, my friend. Um, you have played college football. You have sacrificed the blood, sweat, and or tears. What do you think about what's going on right now in college football? Oh, man. Um, I think that people are making – some people are very interested in the, in the lives of people in general. And some people are, are, are interested in the, the, the revenue that those people can bring in. I think that on a lot of different levels, when you look at college football as a whole, you have some conferences who are, who are going to play football this year. And it, it doesn't really matter to them. But then, again, they can. Because if, like, you know, if you have a conference, you know, and the, the conferences are in, you know, smaller regions, so to speak, with a low count of COVID, then you may be able to get away with playing the game safely. But if you're in a large metropolitan area and you have a lot of cases of COVID, then you may be putting people's lives at risk. So there are a lot of factors that go into it. Um, I think people are doing the best that they can with the information that they have. Just for perspective, I wanted to do a little fact check on this. Um, because as of as of re- recording this tonight, it's not been every major um, conference, and we'll get into what happens if Alabama mm-hmm. cancels football. But the Big Ten was the first big conference. First of all, shout out to the MAC, my homies there at the Mid America Conference. Uh, that's where I went to school. It was a MAC school, so I just thought that was an interesting call because uh, MAC was not too insignificant, but not too big. And right. seeing that they went first, they were a really interesting power play to go first. But I just Googled this. Ohio State stands to lose $104 million by canceling the football season. Now, there have been those who have said, well, they may do it in the spring, but we can get into this as well. Get into spring if, if everybody else agrees to go in the spring. There's been some football programs that go, uh-uh, we're moving ahead. So right. explain, and again, like normally we talk about education, but daggone it, this is, this is still education. This is college. Yeah. But like, let's, let's unpack this whole mess. And, and what does it mean? And, and, and really, I'm, I will bring it back to K-12 education. What does this mean to high school seniors that wanted to get looks and scholarships for football? Oh, they still don't get those looks. I mean, um, you're going to – it's not going to impact the high school transition to college because you got to think if you're going to a major division one school, you're probably already, you probably, you, you know, before your senior year, cause they're going to make those offers. They're going to make sure that they, that, that they get you locked in and um, they're going to make sure that they get you locked in. So that way you can be of service to them. So I don't really think it's going to impact that transition as much as it's going to impact the college institution as a whole. But then what that also means for us is you you have some school districts who may be following the college and what it is that that they do. And some school districts who may be much larger 
um, are doing what's in the best interest for them. So it's, it, it's really a matter of where you are and who the leader is. Yeah. Well, who you are and who the leader is, I like, well, first of all, I, 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 I'm surprised that you said that because I kind of disagree. I think that there's some not quite Ohio State talent, but let's just say oh, it's the University of Ohio talent that mm-hmm. they're going to be law. I mean, like the true blue chips, they probably were already identified, but that, but that, um, you know, that diamond in the rough, or, or if I can make this a basketball reference, um, Oh my gosh, my level of sportsdom is just now lame. The kid that just won the MVP and won the for the Toronto Raptors in mm-hmm. the NBA. What's his name again? Like this is how bad I've gotten Jamal. Who's that? Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard wasn't necessarily a blue chip. You know, like a lot of those kids that haven't really been discovered, they're I mean, like, this is really going to push that pipeline back. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't a blue chip coming out of high school. Of, high school either or come out of college like we think that he was Kawhi Leonard the ball, right but you gotta do like so I went to a smaller school in Murray State and the thing is like if you're gonna go to a smaller school you probably know it as well if you're a senior if you're a high school senior or you have a high school senior who's really good at football but they don't have a scholarship at this point they're probably gonna go to a small school and that's okay, but those small schools can still evaluate talent, and then those smaller schools are still yeah. going to look at the the talent based on junior year. Yeah. So like like so, if you didn't have a breakout year yet, and you're going into your senior year, well, okay, so so now you have a different path. Like like you got to think about the opportunity, right? So if one opportunity doesn't come your way, you you have to figure out you know what your options are. And it's going to force some people to go pro in something else other than football. Yeah, you're definitely going to lose. You're going to lose something, but you're not going to lose anything. You're not going to lose a Lamar Jackson type player. So going back to, uh, I always thought that maybe other than uh, raining frogs, that one of the signs of the apocalypse is that the state of Alabama uh, cancels football. Right. Um, what happens if the SEC – actually, what happens if the SEC postpones football or cancels it, and what happens if they don't? Well, a lot of people are going to lose money. I mean, it, it, the, this thing is coming down to money. I, I, you, you can't – there are no two ways about it because you got to think about – if you don't do, if you don't have college football, there are a lot of people who are not have jobs, right? And then you got to think about the money that you're losing, right? Like you said, $104 million. That's not all in just profit, right? I have a head football coach, Ryan Day, I'm Ohio State, who's making millions of dollars. I have his assistants. My, their contracts are not going to stop getting paid. Who planned? Who planned for them to not make money? We hire. We, we pay him so much money because he's going to make three or four times more than for our university than what we're paying him. So it made sense then, but now it doesn't make sense. There are going to be people to ask to take pay cuts, and they're not going to take pay cuts. The the thing that's driving this this pandemic is money. 
the, the only color that matters under the sun for most people. Is that green paper? Yeah. Well, I, 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 I've seen this and, and again, like on the, and you could speak to this more than I ever could. Um, what is it going to be like for that college senior that is again, worked really hard. Um, and this, you know, and obviously like, again, we're, we're not talking about the, the kids that were probably going to be drafted are probably going to be drafted. Yep. Although again, that marginal talent or that, that, that up and comer who, you know, every year there's three kids that come out of nowhere and impress everybody. Well, that kid now just didn't get discovered, but right, um, right. yeah. Well, like some of these seniors and stuff, I guess, I mean, what's, what's, what's going to go on with them? You think? Well, if I'm a college player and I don't have a, um, if NFL teams are not looking at me and I want to come back a year, I'm going to be able to hardship that with the NCAA. The NCAA is canceling the season. That means that they're extending one year of eligibility. Now, look at the look at the positive. They haven't come out yet, but like I'm sure that that's going to be the case for those teams because you're putting those teams in a bind, right? Um, your top tier players are going to leave, but everybody else is going to get a free year, which means they get a free year of college additional. You know how many kids are going to get master's degrees now? And I actually never thought about that, which is why I'm talking to you about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. Well, I mean, but again, like, I, I think that you're right. And at the same time, like, I've seen a lot of reports on how many, especially smaller colleges, are just going to go out of business. So, oh, I mean, it's, absolutely. So then they'll be able to transfer to a, a bigger, smaller college or a bigger college or a different college, right? I mean, you'll have school districts that go bankrupt. Right, like, yeah. like, like K-12 school districts, if they don't, if they don't return, they're going to go bankrupt. But it just depends on the institution, and the money that they have um, to do what it is that they need to do. If they have enough money, they're going to say, we're going to do what we want to do no matter what. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we will not play football and we'll just go and we'll have our season. Now, just the lack of football in the fall doesn't denote a lack of football in the spring. So that it, it, it may be that college football, they're playing in, in, in really cold or really nice weather, depending upon where you're at. So let me ask you this. What if some – I was actually playing this scenario in my head. What if the SEC goes, nope, we're, we're sticking with it, and let's be honest with each other, that's a, that's a decent likelihood. And if, what if they said, well, it doesn't really matter who's playing for the national championship. The national championship always comes down to the top two SEC schools anyway. Well, no. So, <laughs> well, so the, the, so the I'm saying that somewhat to be a snarky Big Ten fan, but, like, like you see my point. Like, if they're like, we're not going to wait till spring, we're going to play now. Like, yeah. how, could, how could Ohio – I mean, like, let's just be stereotypical. How could Ohio State – say that they could be in a national uh, championship game when they're going to be playing in, you know, like in March. Well, you got to think, you got to think too, the, the national championship game has never been a thing where it's been equitable. When I say equitable, I, I, I don't like using that word sometimes, buzzword in education, but it's never been to a point to where like a, a lot of college coaches in conferences, you got to think about like, a school like Indiana, who if they go undefeated, they're not playing for the national championship. Yeah. So the only thing, the only thing that they're really trying to do is win their conference. 
So a lot of the, a lot of the teams, like their number one goal is to win the conference, and then the rest take care of itself, right? So so for the SEC, yeah, most of the time it's 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 a SEC heavy, it's a SEC heavy uh, situation at the at, at the top four, but like I'm sure that the SEC and other conferences are just okay with playing within the conference. Like that's why you play. Um, th- with the exception of like Division One AA or you know what they call FCS and Division Two, II, Division Three that actually have like a like a a national playoff where you have like twenty teams get in and it's seeded and all that good stuff. The the BCS has never been a entity that really cared for the the balance to be equitable so you have to look at those conference championships and that's what and that's why they play yeah that's why they play. yeah well i your point earlier about the the you know the money making all the difference i just it even with the i like i don't know it's just so confusing like it, so, now, so now like like don if i, if I red shirted a year and the ncaa is giving me a year to work out he get let my body heal. Think about all of the great players who are injured right now. Like what an opportunity for them. We're thinking about what we're what we're gonna lose, but we're gonna gain some talent too. Those guys who are on the sideline, oh, you know, maybe this year wasn't wasn't my year. Well, I'm on a team and I get another year of eligibility. What the the dudes who didn't have the grades and now okay, I'm I'm gonna get some I'm gonna get some people eligible now. I'm gonna get some transfers over. This is this is perfect because you know coming out of my first year of of college, all of the kids who are really good at football, who have terrible grades, coming out of high school, man, that's, this is the this is a real positive situation for them. All I have to do is enroll in the school that does that that canceled the season, and I get a year. Yeah, but I mean, break uh, up and get eligible and and transfer schools and then go play somewhere i may get an academic scholarship like there's so much opportunity for people i'm just yeah. and i'm just looking at the silver lining but like yeah they cancel football gonna be some upset upset fans this year but there's a dude sitting at home right now is like yes <laughs> yes wait till i get on the field yeah i thought about that well it, it again like although i i keep thinking about the talent or like the pipeline problem i mean I, I agree with you, but like, when does it even out? Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, like this year's seniors, okay, we're going to do this all over again. So yeah. is there a, is there a big onslaught of like freshmen that I, I don't know, like yeah. at some point you're going to have five classes of people. Well, you, you that's normal. You'll have six. Well, now. but is it? I mean, and then also just the – if, if we do have football going against the basketball season, is mm-hmm. that – I mean, it just – I don't know. It's a holy mess. And maybe, you know, I'm sure there's a silver lining in there. And I guess tonight, uh, you know, I'm being the bad cop and you're being the good cop because yeah. I don't I don't see a lot of – and I'm kind of surprised. I mean, I'm happily surprised. I'm kind of surprised you're this um, positive about it. I don't know. I, I look at all this stuff and I see the skies falling for college sports and, but I'm, you know, I'm glad you think there's a silver lining there. 
I'm just having a hard time with it. No, if 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 we if we focus on the sky falling, we'll never see the sunset. So I think I think there's gonna be there there are so many kids who are gonna benefit from this opportunity. Yeah. And I mean you can't be you can't be mad. And and then another thing too, if I'm a senior or if I'm a senior and I have dreams, right? Um, and I'm a freshman and I have aspirations, like you have you have you have what you call I call it a John Gruden problem. John Gruden said this. He says, some of these guys, he says, some of you guys are here at camp. He says, you're gonna have to be somebody's nightmare. You're gonna have to end their dreams. And like the, the thing with the thing with football is it's a competitive sport. So now you have you're gonna have more competition, you're gonna have uh rosters that are more deep. We're gonna we're gonna get more talent from this situation. And then you're you we are dealing with a breed of people right now. We're going through this, the the coronavirus, and you think about the innovation that has had to happen over the last six months since since March, since we closed schools down nationwide, right? You think about that, like people People are figuring out ways to be more safe. Think about think about all of the people that are that are going to come after this, who practice in a way that allows them to do more non-contact drills and still get ready for a game. Think about the the the, the factor in you know how they're going to change diets and how they're going to become more health conscious. Think about the cleanliness of of everything, right? You're gonna be disinfecting helmets, like like you're gonna be disinfecting pads, wiping things down. Like that makes a difference. Like I don't know if you've ever been into a boys' football locker room, but it's it's a terrible smell in there, right? Like so, <laughs> there's there there are so many things that that have to get reworked, and I and I feel like there's a there's a, a term that I used to hear when I played football. Sometimes you have to give ground to gain ground. And sometimes you got to look blocked to make a play, right? Um, so, and and really, what that is, you sometimes you got to take a drop step, and then you can go pursue pursue the ball and make the play in the backfield, because because you gave some ground, and then you look blocked, so the running back just runs your way, so you can you can knock them off. I think this is one of those kinds kinds of situations to where it looks really bad, but just like the NBA, the NBA has bounced back from this. And they got to demo some things and try some things, and they saw an opportunity. We just can't get to a place to where we don't see opportunity in yeah. this for kids. And then as educators, you got to be telling your kids, like, man, what a great opportunity for you. Like, your grades are terrible anyway, but now you can get your grades up. You can you can go to the junior college for, for, for a semester, and then you can get eligible, and then you can go walk on. Or, or, or you can go pursue that scholarship. There's so many different paths now that wouldn't have been um, had they had college. And then the NCAA is going to look like that because the thing is, are you eligible to play at the collegiate level? At the collegiate level? If you're eligible to play, you have an opportunity. Yeah. Well, I, somebody uh, was also like noting like maybe the NCAA basketball season can do a bubble like the NBA. <laughs> I was listening to this on talk radio on the way home. They're like, um, that works for less than 30 basketball teams. It doesn't work for 300 basketball teams <laughs> or even 64. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. Like I, I wanted to talk to you about this tonight. One, cause I just didn't want to talk about pandemics, uh, politics and, um, uh, 
all the other nastiness in the world. And, and yet at the same time, I'm like, like, I really do enjoy sports, but I really do appreciate what collegiate athletes put themselves through. And then to, and again, I hope you're right. I hope that things aren't ruined, but <laughs> this is a lot of hard work and it, and, and hopefully there's still somewhat of a payoff. But man, it's hard to watch, you know? Yeah. Cause that like, and, and cause like last year's NCAA basketball kids, I mean, was canceled like that was it um and actually i don't what, what what happened about that i mean like what what's um i don't think that they gave those kids another year of eligibility I, I think some of those kids are fighting for it but I, I i don't think that they did i may be wrong yeah but i don't think that they did mm. i don't think they mm. got the year so you know it's 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 just a matter of where you are you got to think about like for some people if if the housing market crashed in indiana yeah that would be the greatest thing in the world for them yeah right for some people <laughs> right no yeah yeah it's terrible because I, my life dreams have been reduced to nothing so you you gotta like there are there there are always two groups of people and you just have to have to let's say have to Sometimes you're on, on the right side of that, and sometimes you're not. There is a song from the 90s. Uh, some, every beginnings comes from somebody's beginning's end. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. One's man's uh, trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, I, you know, whether it's, you're right. Uh, I mean, like, there's, you know, yeah, you hate to see all the hard work, but yeah, there's a, there's a freshman coming up to take that spot and, uh, and hopefully it'll right work there. out. Getting yeah. Ready to, getting ready to come to a dream near you. Yeah. And yeah. that person's going to take this opportunity and we're going to be listening to it on the sports center one day and we're all going to cry. Yeah. Because, so right? no, that's, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I know that you played and you went through all that stuff. And so thus I wanted your opinion on it, but, let let me tell let, let let me let before we close I want I want to share this one thing I learned from football though throughout the course of a game and I'm and I'm talking about life so you got to follow me right throughout the course of a game there are going to be a thousand things that happen there are going to be things that you didn't account for there are going to be things that you did account for that don't go as planned there are going to be times where you're on the field and you're not going to be able to execute there are going to be times when there is someone who you dominated the year before they come back and then they dominate you because they've made adjustments and you didn't make any adjustments but the key to all of that is making adjustments my coaches say this all the time the great ones adjust right and in that adjustment right makes makes an individual more ready for any circumstance listen i don't care what 2020 has brought your way or what it hasn't brought your way the thing is like you have to be confident in the fact that you're going to be able to adjust to whatever circumstance whatever adversity right and you're going to be able to make whatever happens happen for you so the great ones adjust every, every now and then you really get on one that is a soundbite moment and yeah i mean boy that's just I, if there's anything 2020 like that's it. Like the, the 
again, some of the things that the back and forth I see of people wanting it's not fair for this and it's not fair for that. The great ones adjust. That's a good, you know, that's, that's it. good. It's also really interesting how a lot of life does really represent sports metaphors. Like, right. <laughs> like sports really does mimic life. And, you know, when a lot of people, I like, I, when that whole hand everybody a gold medal, it doesn't work in sports because that's just not the right thing. And, you know, you want people to be happy and you want everybody to, you know, feel and, 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 um, you know, get their, you know, fair shake at, you know, their senior year and everything else. The reality is, is that, yeah, the, the great ones adjust. And I, I hate that, but that, but that is life. That is life. That is life. And you, and you know what the ungreat ones do? Here's what they say. I don't know what to do. Um, so what am I supposed to do? If, if you, if you, you're walking around saying, I don't know what to do and you're using that as a platform to do absolutely nothing, then you, sir, you, ma'am, are not great. Not knowing what to do is not an excuse not to do. Mm. Mm. But like, that's hard language, but it's true. Like you sitting around does nothing for you. Yeah. Um, if, if you sit, you die. And if you stay, you might die, right? But uh, if you start moving, you might. If you sit, you might die. And if you move, you might die. But the thing is, like, you have to take a step somewhere in order to see some kind of change or difference in your life. But if you're sitting up there saying, well, I don't know what to do. I can't figure it out or tell me what to do. Well, okay. You just, you just sit right there. And while the great ones just go, go right by and adjust right around you. And then, they, and then they'll have success. You got to think about like all of the businesses that are being created right now, all of the people that are being uh, effective right now and, and, and moving forward in their lives, they're adjusting. You look, look all around you. Look all around you. Even the NFL adjusted. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The NFL drastically adjusted. Yeah. It, it was, you stand for the national anthem? Oh, the economy has has changed in the favor of, of, of something else. Well, let us adjust. Roger Goodell, like, that's a perfect example of adjustment. Now, you can say whatever you want, but, like, Roger Goodell, he's, he's, he's in it for the stakeholders and making, making the company be profitable. That's his job. And he adjusted. And he's yeah. adjusted well. The image of the football looks better. The, the, the product, the, the numbers are going up. Um, basketball, they, they've adjusted. Major adjustment. Kudos. If you if you need a case study on adjustment, look at the NBA. Yeah. Just. Innovate or die. Very good. Well, again, I knew. I you know, in some ways, I thought you were going to be more doom and gloom than I was. But in typical Jamal fashion, you're like, nope. You're the opportunities everywhere, guy tonight, and I appreciate that. Well, hey guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, we, we, we got a little sports one this time, but uh, really enjoyed the, the insights, Jamal. And uh, yeah, I can't speak on this the way you can because I haven't been through it. So thanks for sharing me your insights as always. Um, appreciate you guys uh, listening. Uh, again, numbers are way up. I don't know whether it's because it started school year. Maybe some people just are quarantined more and they're listening. But we sincerely appreciate uh, support and uh, also... Yeah, a, a, a special shout out to our friends at ChooseFi. Um, they are now uh, over a million 
downloads an episode and um, shameless self-promotion. My daughter is the guest today. So mm-hmm. if you, I know, good old Ava. So if you check out Choose Phi uh, on the podcast, Phi being financial independence, there are a bunch of uh, financially uh, responsible live below your means, clip coupons and drive used cars kind of people. So those are my kind of people. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, Jamal, again, appreciate you being on, guys. This is uh, for Jamal and Don. This is uh, my friendly reminder of those opportunities everywhere and the great ones that just. We'll see ya. That was good.